Hello, and welcome to Pastoral Parsha. I'm Michelle Friedman. And I'm Rachel Yehuda. And we're both from Yeshiva Chovevei Torah Rabbinical School. And in each episode, we explore an aspect of psychology based on the Torah reading of the week. So today we're talking about the portion Vayakel. And this is chapters 35 through 38, verse 20, in the book of Exodus. And this chapter and the next chapter, Pekude, repeat a great deal of two portions that we talked about several weeks ago, the portions of Truma and Titsave. Right, except that what breaks apart the discussion is the story of the golden calf. So it's kind of a chiasmic structure, which you have a discussion about the temple, and before and after in the building of the uh, tabernacle before and after. But in the middle, you have this very dramatic story of the golden calf. Right. Before were the instructions to build the tabernacle and all of the accoutrements that go with it. Now, after this dramatic midpoint of the story of the golden calf, the breaking of the tablets, the giving of the second set of tablets, we have the actual rollout of this activity. And from a storytelling perspective, it's it shows that the same action or the same text can have a very different resonance once a relationship has been tested. Commanding a people to build a holy place or a mishkan for a god is very different before and after they have committed the sin of the golden calf. And another way to look at it is the enormous need for purposeful activity after a tremendous cataclysm, after a tremendous trauma. One of the things that we did not discuss last week, but you touched upon it, was the idea that the golden calf had a resonance of adultery to it. Uh, when Moses ground up the tablets and he made the children of Israel drink it, that's very reminiscent of what the high priest does when a woman is brought before him who is adulterous. He gives her a drink to drink where he grinds up part of the paper and she is to drink it to see whether what happens to her. And this is a test to see if she's innocent or if she's guilty. So one of the things that can explain that irrational anger that we talked about last time was that it had the resonance of a people being unfaithful. Right, and, it, and when you think about how if, even if the thing with the high priest, the sota, comes out okay, there's still going to be a rupture of the relationship. There's going to be a need to restore some kind of harmony, just as with the people after the incident of the golden calf, those who survived and go on to build the tabernacle, it's an act of restoration. It's an act of pledging loyalty and fidelity through activity. Right. You know, often in a marriage, after one person has been adulterous, um, assuming that they've been able to work out all of the emotional baggage and finish punishing one another, they go back together, they have to resume a lot of the same things that they did before the adultery interrupted their marriage, but those things can often take on a very different resonance than they did before. Uh, Even restoring intimate relationships can be a different kind of act 
when it's sub when it's divided and very mundane kinds of activities having meals together going for a walk together traveling visiting with friends everything has a different valence what do people know what do how do i feel about being together with you everything is changed so a way of reordering and reordering after trauma in general whether it's relationship trauma like in the case of infidelity or external trauma is resuming regular activity, resuming the schedule, resuming work, resuming school. And one of the things we see in this, in this portion is the repetition for keeping the Sabbath. And ordering the week is ordering time is one of the most profound and deep messages that th this portion and the entire Bible give us. Well, I was going to comment on the fact that um, one of the things that were involved in building the tabernacle and all of the um, instruments was that people had to give donations and part with their jewelry. And telling us about parting with your jewelry had a very different feel to it after the children of Israel did that in the service of the golden calf, and now they're doing it to build a sanctuary for God. Yes, there's a number of times where there are words that seem to indicate, at least to the modern reader's ears, a different kind of intention in some of this activity. So, for example, in 3522, and the men came together with the women, all whose hearts moved them had brought brooches and earrings and rings and ornaments. So here we have like this, this language of whose hearts moved them. Well, it's different to part with your jewelry when you're trying to make amends or appease an angry God. Right. And But then again, in verse 35, 25, And every woman who was wise of heart with her hands had spun and they brought yarn. And it goes on to describe some of this uh, needle cracked act activity. And here, wise of heart seems to refer to a kind of skill. But it is an interesting use of a term. And I think, again, it's expressing heart, service of the heart through activity. And also says the people brought more than was necessary. Right. So they're really trying to compensate or make up for something. They're really trying to put their full industry and donation into building the Mishkan. Right, and I think that's something we see on a very practical, local level, going back to the situation that you described before, let's say infidelity in a marital relationship. One of the things that we might advise in a clinical situation is for couples to try to do things that they can agree on, that they can both participate in and have some kind of conflict-free zone. And that actually would be true in other cases of rupture. For example, couples anticipating or thinking about divorce, trying to find ways to be with, let's say, their children or family. I like what you're saying because the issue here is how do you make things right when you've gone astray? Right. And what you get from the text is you roll it back to before. But it's never quite the same. Right. It's going to but be you different. Try, but you try. You try to pick you up. You try to pick up from where you left off before this happened, you go about it in a different way. But the need is for order, for routine, for physically making things, for being industrious. So I think that this is all part of how you 
get yourself back after you've had this enormous chaos and and split right and it's something that the building of this mishkan and everything that goes into it is something that unifies the people they're doing it together right so it's important when you've done something wrong to then do something right mm-hmm.